Hello and welcome to my podcast. My name is Isla Flood. I'm a lecturer in an FE college. I'm a coordinator and a teaching and learning coach. I teach ESOL. I'm interested in educational technology and all things teaching and learning. And this podcast is really an adventure in all of those things and just a recording of my reflections an experiment. So let's see how I go. Well, hello there. It's the 11th of January, Monday the 11th of January, and it's a week since I last podcasted, casted, casted a pod. Yeah, I'm not quite sure what we use as the verb there. And what has happened? Well, oh my God, what hasn't happened? Um, just to put it into context, so in this last week, well, we've now, COVID times, uh, over 80,000 people have died of COVID-19 in the UK. Chris Whitty said today or yesterday that this is the most dangerous time of the pandemic. Um And it feels closer than ever. I still feel very privileged, very lucky that so far no one really close to me has been terribly affected by this. No one has died. I have known people who've had COVID and are in recovery. And actually all of the people that I know have had it are really still struggling with post-COVID, long long COVID symptoms. So... I'm sort of acknowledging how scary it all is. Um, Also, like quite unpredictably, I think, I don't know, some people said they saw it coming. Uh, On Wednesday, uh, switched on the news or heard from a friend to switch on the news that um, pro-Trump supporters were storming the Capitol in America, rioting, breaking into the building and that was crazy to be to be expected not to be expected I don't know but it just feels like so much is going on in the world and then here's us here in the UK still in lockdown um educators in an FE most of us now working remotely unless people are teaching vulnerable young people um who need to be in college Um, And so I'm teaching from home and my daughter is having school from home on team. She's in her second year of secondary school and my four-year-old is still going to the childminder and my parents for childcare as we're allowed to at the moment, although restrictions are tightening and I am thinking about that constantly, whether that is the right thing to be doing or what... Um, it's a blessing at the moment. So what am I grateful for? And I I wanted to say that. I wanted to say what am I grateful for? I'm grateful for my health, my family's health. I'm grateful for the fact that I've got equipment to teach, to work from home and that my daughter can access learning from home with relative ease. Um, I'm so happy about that. I'm so grateful for the connections I've got as well. So we're three minutes in and I haven't really started the reflections. Well, I have. I'll put some context here. 
So um, I want to flick to my notes because there were sort of some key topics I wanted to talk about. And I guess it's why I've made three and a half minutes, four minutes about context, because we are really living in um, oh, I hate it. Every time I go to use an adjective, it's something that someone's used a million times over, but unprecedented times. And um, I heard this phrase last week, business as usual. I heard people talking about how, you know, this is not the first time we've been in lockdown. Well, you know, we're in a better position now. And it's business as usual in terms of what we're doing in FE and college particularly. Um, And I got quite frustrated last week because in the college I work in, we received an email saying that learning walks were continuing. Um, Don't worry, don't do them this first week back. (laughs) We'll let you let you off this week but as of next week please get on with it and I don't know why I'm so I was so frustrated about it I do know why I'm so frustrated about it because learning walks in my college they're not a really bad thing I promise they're not like they're not like the observations of old no one's getting graded and where they're done well people get an opportunity to really reflect on their teaching it's driven by the teacher um I do worry about standardisation and that everyone does it like that. But it is one, my, my key worry at the moment is, like, how I started this podcast. All of that is going on. And then, you know, I'm really lucky, but, you know, some people have lost people. Some people know very vulnerable people. Some people are, you know, struggling with their mental health. They're disconnected. Um, you know, I'm probably one of those people a little bit, but not, not in a really major bad way. So, and they're still working and they're still, you know, carrying on. And our college or other colleges are still deciding to assess us, to check in on us. Um, So I've been doing a bit of digging this week for what is the rationale? What is the rationale? And I think senior leaders really think that they are trying to support staff, support staff with this new, you know, online teaching and that people need feedback is what I was told. People need feedback. Um, But I really think that there are other ways we could do this. I think there's so many other ways we could do this and so many ways we could lighten people's load and go in in a much, much more supportive way. So, like, I really love what Chesterfield College have been doing. At the start of September, they went in and they did Learning Helps. Um, What I love about this, no reports. Learning Helps you it's announced it's pre-arranged you tell the teachers that you want to come in and you want to help them with something and when they started doing them they were when we were all starting to blend back into college and people were worried about space and social distancing and the quality leads and the coaches there they came in and they helped staff out they came in they found chairs they you know they helped with the teaching, they sorted practical problems and they were there to support and help um, their colleagues, their peers. And I really love this idea. And whilst they were going in, they were finding out about it, it, like what was going on, but no reports were written. Staff could ask for feedback if they wanted it, but they didn't have to have it. Um, and when the 
the coaches or the t- the TNL leads, they then fed back to each other, but then, you know, no teachers were named and it was really about what was going on and how they could support people. And I just think things like that, things like that are the way that we could really positively um, support staff. I think there's loads of stuff. I think I love the idea of Matt O'Leary's unseen observations, sort of self-reflections. That's something we could try. I'm big on trying peer observations and maybe teaching triangles. It's felt where I work that that's, that could end up being more work for the teacher. I think if we swapped it out of learning walks, it wouldn't be more work for the teacher, um, that it would be... Um, an alternative way, a better way for colleagues to really get deep dive information about how to teach online at the moment. Like when I first came back to college, I was, well, obviously people went off and then there were people that had to work from home because they were isolating at times. So we had one occurrence where the teacher wasn't really ill, but had to isolate and she taught from home and we streamed her in from home on Teams on the like big TV screen in the classroom. And I was there like as support. And it was so great because I learned so much, like so many ideas I picked up on what I could do myself when teaching face to face or online. Um, but also learned about like, you know, what it's like to have like a camera in class and feeding back on what you can and you can't do. She learned tons too. And it was it like, we didn't feel like anyone was observing each other because we were both working hard. I was working in the classroom to support the learners to get on with the work. And she was presenting and trying to trying her best to, to facilitate from the front, from the screen. Um, so I just think anything we can do, and it doesn't need to be like a big formal arrangement. Um, I know people think, oh, people's timetables are really full, but you know, this is the time, this six weeks, this now till half term or longer, who knows what's going to happen. We could just say one lesson a week for when you're going to do your peer observation, set them some work, set them some work to get on with it so that you can come and see your colleague teaching. What I'm really keen on now is if we are going to like invest in or put in any procedures that are supporting or quality assuring is that we're not adding things to people's workload that we are looking at how we can cut it down that we can take something away if we're going to add something and that's really important and or anyway so I was frustrated this week and I've been working on my influences and we'll see what happens but we'll see but I really think the focus at the moment should be and should always be about learner and staff well-being. And um, I've been thinking, so I'm sort of moving on from this a little bit, but really about my learners this week, I did, I, I made a point of like stretching out some more time just to see how everyone was. And I, I didn't like strictly follow the thinking environment, but I haven't really done it with learners yet. But I tried to do like a little order and give everyone a turn to say how they were when we first came back into lesson and that was really lovely and it was really great. They seemed really receptive to it. We did a bit of gratitude and a bit of what we're hoping for and how can we help each other and the answers were just wonderful. They were lovely um, and it was really positive. This week will be Wellbeing Week at our college and we've got um, workshops from... Cooth, 
and from like our local addiction services um so i'm looking forward to joining in on those and it gives us a chance to expand our sort of curriculum a bit more i mean we should totally have this in it but i just it just reinforces it for me and reminds me that it's something that i can stretch out into my lessons i was looking at how i could do it for continue after the workshop so that we could follow up a little bit about stress and self-care and how important it is because I was quizzing my tutor group at the end of last week and I like they're not getting out they're not going for they're not really doing very much exercise um some of them are just really lonely and bored and on their own um I think these are all things that we need to think about even for my own little nearly teenager at home, I'm thinking, gosh, it's hard now because all of the things that they took for granted, like seeing their friends and going to the shops and the cinema, all of those things are taken away. And it's not what you want to do necessarily is go for a walk when you're a teenager. But, uh, it's what I love to do now, but I hated it. Drags along by my parents to the park. And I think <laughs> my daughter certainly does. So it's I'm trying to wrap my brains now for ideas for what I can help and support the young people I teach into doing to help with their mental health. I'm hoping this workshop tomorrow will give me some ideas. I'm hoping that we can follow up. And Laura Kay um, on Twitter was talking about yoga and she's doing this wonderful thing for her students, has been doing for ages because she's like... Uh, uh, I don't know whether she's an ex-yoga teacher or anyway, she used to be a yoga teacher. And she does like a half an hour optional section for her students where she does yoga. I just love this. But I am no pro- I am no yoga professional. I am like a super beginner who does about five to ten minutes a day to try and reduce back and neck pain. Um, but I'm really looking for ways to be more creative and to build that into the the offer that we I provide my students and me and my and the team that I work with do so any ideas please send us a message send me a message on twitter feedback to me here on anchor I think this one's gone on quite long so I'm going to stop talking I'm like navigating back to the app not too bad so we're coming up to 15 minutes so that's not too too bad I don't want to bore you all but some themes that I've touched on today business as usual should we be doing observation and learning walks interestingly I just wanted to say that I polled people on Twitter had over 70 responses and actually most of your colleges aren't doing it so I'm interested in what you're doing instead what quality improvement quality assurance processes are that are the colleges using what are they focusing on what are their priorities because I don't it'd be helpful to see and hear what's working elsewhere to add to my arguments and my case studies to bring back to make things different in other places so I wanted to say thanks again for listening again and I don't have many many listeners but you if you're listening I really really appreciate it um do feedback to me on those themes on anything let me know what you think I really want to hear from you okay so hopefully I'll be back again next week I wonder what will happen this week can it top the craziness of this week I don't know (laughs) okay thanks again for listening see you soon bye